In the past, it was known that cupping could be used at more than just its most suitable time on different parts of the body and for all ages, especially those which the Prophet mentioned and that the scholar M.A. Sheikho revealed. Seeking to clarify this matter, we have performed cupping on different cases in cooperation with the medical and laboratory team. For example, when invoking an age other than the supposed one, i.e. below 22 years of age. We also performed cupping on parts of the body other than the exact one. For instance, on parts other than the upper back, such as on the jugular veins, on the arm, the belly and the ankle. Cupping was also tried following a meal. When comparing the blood obtained in these cases with the harmful blood, we found them exactly the same. This means that the tainted blood taken out of the veins is similar to the blood obtained in these cases of cupping. Thus, in such cases, cupping will be of no use. When it is used at the recommended time, however, i.e. springtime between March and April and in the second half of the lunar month, for those above 22 years of age and on the upper back, the blood obtained by cupping is very different from the tainted blood. Cupping will therefore be of great benefit. Cupping is effective when it's applied limitedly on the upper part of the back under the two shoulders blades. If we practice it on any other place, we will draw out functional or active blood, which is the soul of the man. Since the soul flows into the blood, consequently, we may kill the patient because the blood protects the patient. And if we reduce the amount of blood, when he is sick, the germs and microbes will grow stronger and kill the patient. On the other hand, if we practice cupping on the regular site, the patient will recover. If the blood pressure is high, it will return to normal. If it's low, it will rise. This is one of the miracles of cupping when it's applied correctly. Cupping shouldn't be applied over the two jugular veins. The patient will not benefit at all. In fact, he or she may even die. The cases in which people have suffered from side effects after cupping were ones in which the correct procedures had not been observed, such as the quarterly, the monthly and the daily time. The patient must fast before cupping. If he or she eats, they may suffer side effects. Similarly, when the patient drinks milk or one of its derivatives after cupping, this may result in high temperature, lasting from 7 to 10 days. Such cases may wrongly be considered as one of the side effects of cupping, while in fact they result from incorrect practice. Antisepsis, the use of antiseptics, of course, plays an essential part, and any breach of the conditions of sterilization may cause diseases. We fear that unclean or inappropriate instruments may be used. Thus, the reputation of the art suffers at the hands of greedy people, in spite of the certainty of its curative rule. 
Cupping equipment, not in keeping with the rules of cupping, we use burning pieces of paper put in glass cups, makes the cupping ineffective for two reasons. Firstly, cupping employs a spontaneous system of sterilization that destroys harmful and infectious microbes through the burning of said papers put in the cups of cupping. Secondly, the new cupping apparatus which operates by evacuating the air without using a flame doesn't draw our disease as well. Therefore, we advise against the use of it and advocate keeping to the traditional and natural method of burning papers. There are many kinds of cupping cups on the market. They vary from glass ones to plastic, which are called vacuum cups. This standard cup has many properties. Firstly, the area of its surface is limited, which limits neural stimulation to a specific area so that there will be no neural confusion in any other area. This point is very important because if the area is wider, stimulation will occur over many neural points of the back. Secondly, this cup allows the blood to flow and gather in its cavity and thereby we can know the state and quantity of blood coming out of the body. Thirdly, the cup is held on the back using burning paper cones that rarify the air inside, decreasing the pressure there and consequently the cup sticks to the skin. The cornet and the heat of the fire inside the cup cause hyperemia in the skin and rasodilation and that increases the perfusion of the area which is going to be scratched later on. Furthermore, after scratching these areas, the carbon dioxide resulting from the combustion process leads to rasodilation and an increase in blood flow at the site of cupping. When we use the vacuum pump, on the other hand, there is no carbon dioxide and consequently there is no local rasodilation.
We performed a laboratory study of about 500 specific sick cases. Noticing that many patients have been semi-cured of heart disease, migraines, cancer, and paralysis. From the research we conducted on blood before and after the application of cupping, and when performing comparisons with the participation of the members of the laboratory team, results were as follows. Firstly, there was a lowering in the speed of sedimentation so that it returned to its normal limits. Secondly, a moderation occurred in the number of red cells so that they also returned to normal levels. Thirdly, concerning the cases of polycetmia, i.e. an excess in the number of red cells, the hemoglobin decreased to its normal level. Fourthly, the white cells count increased in 100% of cases where it was less than its normal level. The amazing results which occurred when using cupping against many diseases, which medicines had been unable to stop, have been confirmed by various laboratory analyses performed by our laboratory and medical team. The main results, in brief, were as follows. 1. There was a reduction in the SGOT enzyme level in the blood of 80% of patients who were suffering from hepatitis. So this indicates a clear improvement in the functioning of the liver from cupping. 2. There was a reduction in the SGPT enzyme in 75% of the patients associated with the complete disappearance of all illnesses seen through electrocardiography. 3. There was a reduction in the amidase in 55% of patients. This reduction had an obvious effect on those affected with acute hepatitis. 4. The blood iron value, especially that of sodium and potassium, returned to its normal level in 90% of patients suffering from renal failure. I would like to refer to a matter from my personal experience. In fact, iron was suffering from high uric acid, which caused urethral pains for me. This disease is hereditary and it started when I was 14. I was one of the people to gain greatly from cupping. Since I began to apply it, the uric acid has returned to its normal limits and all the pain caused by it has disappeared. I shall present to you the laboratory results we obtained when testing the blood obtained from cupping. Results were as follows. Firstly, the forms of the red cells were always unnatural, such as pure cells, target cells, cronated cells, spherocells, and hypochromesia. Of course, there was a difference in the sizes and forms. We took blood samples immediately after cutting the skin and before placing the cups 
so as to avoid the effect of the cup's pressure on the cells. Secondly, we noticed that there was a large reduction in the number of white cells coming through the cuts in all the cases we studied, as there were about 525 to 925 cells in each millimeter cubed. I have been interested in cupping since the medical team began to deal with it in 1999. I have contributed to the study through statistical analysis. I have conducted many in-depth research projects and many observations. We performed some research through statistics, for example, on diabetes, as a disease that has innumerable data. I took the ratio of blood sugar and made an experiment of it in the non-independent samples in order to determine the real effect of cupping on the blood sugar ratio. Through statistic analysis, I have found that cupping leads to recovery from diabetes with a significant statistical value. Also, I made a study of the correlation coefficient so as to know if there's any relation between diabetes and cupping. Yes, I have noticed that the correlation coefficient is markedly high. Then I studied the value of this correlation, where I found that it is very high, with the coefficient being at the level of 1 in 1000, with a positive statistic value. This level is scientifically valid to a very high degree. I made some studies related to haemophilia, where I also found that through statistical analysis, cupping is beneficial with a significantly positive value. Some people might wonder about the methodology we employed when conducting the cupping and whether or not the patient kept using medicine after treatment or not. In fact, the approach we adopt was that we allowed the patient to undergo analysis at the same laboratory and with the same apparatus before and after cupping. So, all the factors related to the patient were standardized except the factor of cupping itself. For example, the patient who had been using medicine before kept using the same medicine. The patient who was on a special diet continued the same regimen. The diabetic patient with high blood sugar who was not using medicine before cupping did not use medicine after it and so on. So, the only factor which changed was the cupping. This way we were able to obtain the following results. I have personally found that 60% of diabetic patients have been perfectly cured. Most who had sugar blood levels of 300, 400 or 500 decreased to a mere 100. About 20% of patients improved from a level of 400 to 190 to 200. Although this is still sick, it means that the percentage of blood sugar has decreased 50%. Unfortunately, there were 20% of patients who showed only slight benefits from cupping. Therefore, we are doubling our efforts and encouraging fellow scholars and researchers to find out why some patients enjoy the benefits of cupping, while some don't. This way, we might be able to help everybody in the future. Now, 
we ask our dear viewers to spend a few minutes watching factual events that occurred in our provinces of our dear country Syria, in which the wisdom of our great scholar Muhammad Amin Sheikho has shone like a star. I fell ill and was taken to Al Basel Hospital, where I was treated for a month without any improvements. So I went home. I remained under medical treatment for a while, but was unable to sit or stand. I had to remain in bed the whole time. In other words, I was completely paralytic. I could only control my eyes and mouth. For four years, we tried our best, but everything was in vain. Then they informed me of a person who was practicing copying. I told them that I would like to have it done. The copper came and we received him hospitably. He was a very nice man. I trusted in God and underwent treatment. After 15 or 20 days, my condition improved and I could stand by myself. Previously, I had been unable to stand, sit or raise myself. Now I could safely and comfortably sit without trouble. Ten days later, I improved even more, and after four or five days had passed, my condition was better still. Praise be to Allah, now I can stand, sit and do everything. I was in a terrible state before, I never expected to be cured but thanks be to God that I was. Before treatment, I couldn't even open my hand. Now I can. Before cupping, I had lost hope of ever being normal again. Praise be to God. I'm interested in the nervous system as it's the core of my specialization. Cupping has a role in controlling the blood to the brain. It also protects the cerebral vessels from thrombosis as it drives out congested blood and consequently lessens the occurrence of cerebral thrombosis. It also lowers the arterial blood pressure which helps in reducing the occurrence of cerebral bleedings and in activating the immune system it reduces the likelihood of immunologic nervous diseases. The clinical, radial and laboratory physical tests performed by our medical team showed the improvement or recovery after cupping of some patients affected by paralysis due to compressions in the spinal column or from cerebral infractions. It was also noticed that many of the patients who were suffering from hernia in the nucleus pulposus had been cured and restored to full health following cupping.
I have a heart disease, which is coronary occlusion to a 95% degree. I went to Damascus and underwent a surgical operation, but after it, I remained very tired. Then I went home and remained on medicine. Each time I went to the mosque, I panted and felt uneasy. One or two months later, my brother cupped me, and after cupping, I found a great relief and my arteries were opened. I was not able to walk a distance of more than 200 meters before, but now I can walk a distance of five kilometers without becoming short of breath or tired at all. In 1994, I was afflicted with sclerosis on a plaque. I received medical treatment until 1998 under the auspices of specialist doctors in Latakia, Damascus and Homs. I had magnetic resonance and tomography treatment in the best hospitals of Damascus. But all the doctors who were expert neurosurgeons emphasizes the impossibility of recovering from this disease. In 1998, I was informed about cupping. Then I underwent it. After 15 days, I recovered from my disease completely. Before cupping, I suffered from 45% accretia, but now I have recovered 100%. After undergoing laboratory tests and skiography, it was discovered that I was afflicted with a herniation of the nucleus. For three months, I was in a very difficult condition. I could not go to my work, or stand, or even get into the bath. I was afraid of surgery and refused to undergo a surgical operation. My neighbour advised me to undergo cupping performed by a cupper named Ahmed from Latakia city and I was in such a state that I would have done anything to relieve my suffering. I had little information about cupping. All I knew was that my grandfather had applied it and that people utilised it widely in the past as an effective remedy. The cupper gave me some information about it and told me that it never causes harm or damage. I remember that he asked me to leave the bed and sit on a chair so that he could perform the cupping on me. However, I felt great pain and thought that it was going to be impossible for me to keep sitting until he had finished the cupping. So I asked him to be quick with his work. After he had applied the cups and made the first four sets of perforations in the skin, I felt slightly more comfortable. By the time he had finished, I found myself at ease, both spiritually and bodily, and I felt nothing of the pain and suffering I had been enduring up till then. I got up and tried to walk. I could walk by myself without any help. During the following four or five days, I remained in bed, but I could walk without feeling pain. I stopped taking all the medicines and analgesics. Exactly ten days after cupping, I was able to go back to work again, and I could get about as usual.
now I apply cupping every year at the designated time. Also at this time my father was suffering from throat cancer and a heart condition. Being an ex-smoker he was also having breathing problems. My father wished to have cupping done at the same time as I did. The cuppers themselves had seen the oxygen tanks that we needed for him at home. Before cupping he never wanted to leave the house because he couldn't be without the oxygen. After the cupping he was greatly improved. I'm not saying this just to promote the practice of cupping. It's a fact. After cupping he went for a two-hour walk without his oxygen. When he came back I asked him how he was. He said, I feel better. It has been proven by reliable scientific methods that cupping is an effective treatment. It improves health and soothes the intensity of ailments such as headaches, migraine, joint problems and various blood diseases. It also aids the activation and stimulation of the human body and the restoration of all the blood which gathers between the shoulders. This blood is drawn out by cupping and replaced by new pure blood. I suffer from migraines. When an attack begins, they take me to hospital. I've seen many doctors who prescribed me analgesics, but they didn't do any good. If the headache was really bad, they would take me to hospital where the doctors gave me an injection. But the injections only helped for a short while. One day, a doctor told me about copping. So, I underwent treatment. Thanks to God. From two years when I had the cupping done, until now, I've been fine and have regained my full health. The research performed by our medical and laboratory team has proved that cupping has a vital role in supporting physical immunity against disease. Immunity and its machinery are the main subject of recent medical research. Nowadays, many diseases have spread causing deficiency and disorder in the defense mechanisms of man. These are called immunodeficiency and immunodisorder diseases. I have had RH hepatitis for three years. Medical reports indicated that its degree was about 1,600. So the doctor prescribed Zavix for me. Each box of this medicine contains 28 tablets and costs about a hundred dollars. I used it for seven months. Then I heard about cupping and knew that it would help. After going for treatment, 
I went for laboratory analysis. I showed the results to the doctor, who told me that there was no longer any need for me to use the medicine anymore. I felt my body become active, thanks to God. So, I have returned for more treatment. This is the second year in which I have undergone copying.